Snap-a-doodle. What's going on, Gary? Oh, is it time for me to introduce the show? Would you do not only me a favor, yes. but the contiguous United States about, of America? What about Hawaii? And not Hawaii. <laughs> not now. I forgot those guys. Look, I've been there. Yeah. I like the place. Yeah. We've done too much for them. All right. Fair enough. But the rest of them. Oh, and you know what? Do Puerto Rico a favor, because we screwed Puerto Rico. Okay, well, uh, buenos dias, and welcome to another edition of Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. I am your host, Elliot Blake, and sitting across from me is my equi-host, Gary Anthony Williams. We're equals. We're equals. And we do everything equal. Everything equally. If you ever see Elliot and I walking down the street, we wear the same pair of britches. I put my leg in the left leg. I put my leg in the right in leg. In the right leg. And then we have two bare legs, bare legs on yes. either side. Yeah. For some people, it's awkward, but for for us, we're just used to it, and it's very—it's actually very comfortable. Folks, we could go on and on talking about we, how we wear our britches. We could. But I need to tell these people what this show is all about. Please tell them. What we're going to do today is we're going to bring in a wonderful guest who smells like vanilla or something. Smells great. I'm intoxicated. And I mean with emotion. Not, not with drinks Not yet. with drinks. Because that's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Elliot Blake, that home mixologist, is going to mix up a fantastic beverage inspired by something that she loves. And then we're going to chit, immediately followed by a chat. A chat. That's how we do it. Yeah. We chit and then we chat. May I do the pleasure of introducing this young lady? You may. And then uh, I will do the pleasure of introducing what we're going to be drinking today. Oh, the lady who's going to be drinking that drink is, I want to say, an American sweetheart. <laughs> I also want to say she's America's buddy. When America needs a friend, they can call her, they can text her, maybe drop her, uh, what are they, how are they, how uh, else Western Union telegram. Uh, drop, drop her a, a good old-fashioned Western Union, and she's right there for them. Ladies and gentlemen, and that guy who lives next door who's ambiguous about his sex, but we don't care. He's a neighbor. <laughs> Naomi Grossman! Oh! Hi, Nene. Hi, Kay. May I call you, instead of Naomi Grossman, may I call you Negro? Yes, you may. Negro. <laughs> Elliot texted you. Indeed. And he said, Negro, what kind of drinks do you usually enjoy? And then you answered back. And then Elliot came up with something. I was very inspired by your choices. You, you make, were. You make, yeah, oh yeah, you make excellent choices. So very I, worldly. Brought, very worldly. My <laughs> wife did mention that. She said, wow. I just, well, what does she drink here in L.A.? I said, well, we're going to figure that out. Mm. But Aperol Spritz, if you're in Italy. Love making Aperol Spritz. One of my wife's favorite drinks. Uh, Akira Royale, if you're in France. Oh, and what was? You, there was oh, Pim's Cup. Oh, Pim's Cup, sure. Across the yeah, pond. yeah, if you're, if you're in jolly old uh, England. Wow. Today, I am going to make for you something called Endless Summer. Oh, because we're in the valley. Yeah, we're in the we valley. are. And this, yeah. is, this is actually named for uh, my, uh, uh, my, one of my wife's closest friends, Summer Litwin, who was, uh, we've, you know, they went to college together. Uh, what it is, is a uh, kind of a, it's a marriage of a Cure Royale and a French 75. Ooh. Um, I don't know what any of that well, is. Well, a Cure Royale is creme de cassis, which is the current liqueur, which we had in, in the first episode. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, of, yeah. uh, of day drinking. Uh, and it's topped with champagne. Fancy. It's fancy. Mm -hmm. A French 75 okay. is gin, lemon juice, simple syrup, and champagne. Excellent drink. What this is, is kind of a, a marriage, actually, I said it was a marriage of a Cure Royale and a French 75. This is mm -hmm. actually a marriage of the Cure Royale and the French 95. So that first one you said, yeah. it, it, there's a divorce with that one. You're divorcing I'm divorcing not... the, the, uh, the Cure Royale and the uh, French 75, but I am remarrying with the, the French 95 and the <sighs> Cure Royale. French 95 is a bourbon version of a French 75. So it's gin. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's no gin in the French 95. I'm no. just one. Yes. It's uh, bourbon, yeah. lemon juice, simple syrup, champagne. Mm. 
So what I'm going to make is the, in the endless summer is bourbon instead of creme de cassis. I'm using creme de mour, which is a blackberry liqueur, mm. uh, lemon juice, simple syrup, oh. and it's going to get topped with uh, some uh, sparkling stuff. I'm using prosecco today instead Excellent. of champagne. It's light. It, I don't know. It feels a little lighter. It's earlier in the day. We're day drinking. Are you about to make that so drink I'm, right now? I'm about to make it. If okay. you're ready for me to make, yeah, it, I'm hey, about to dive you, in. you start making it and I'll start chitting. Well, are we chatting now? Or are we chitting? No, Did think, we get? Are, think, we, are we still in the chit part? I of think the we're still chitting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, chat. Is when, when we get the drink. I wow. literally think that we're almost pre-chit right here. I don't even think really? we've already dived face down into know. her chit. Feeling Listen, pretty they chitty. say chit or get off the pot. Yes, so they let's do. do this. Let's get off the pot. All right, I'm making the drink. Good luck over there. Thank you. Anytime you want to chime in with anything, we're here for you. I'll friend. be chiming. Naomi Grossman, you devilish little impish, brilliant woman. Oh. Earlier, Elliot said hola or some other Spanish thing. I don't remember what it was. said buenos dias. Buenos dias. You actually Understood speak, that. Yeah, because you speak another language. I, I speak two. Wait a minute. What's two your, other languages. I do. Wow. What's your mother tongue? <laughs> um, English. Mm, I love that language. There's not a word of that language that I don't understand. Really? Yeah. That's more than you can say for most mm, pretty contiguous Americans. So English was your number? It was number one. One, okay. But a close second Uh-oh, here it comes. was Espanol. Por qué? Ah, porque en español quiere que te diga. Tú puedes decirlo en inglés o español, pero si tú dices... Tengo que traducir. Que, claro que sí. Okay. Pues yo viví en la Argentina Ajá. en mi adolescencia. Claro. Y, este, y bueno, eso, mm. aprendí allá. Mm -hmm. That means... You lived in... I lived in Argentina. Ajá. And that's where I learned. Now, the other language you speak... Yes. The language... Is it the language of love? Well, close. Portuguese. What, why is that? Well, in Brazil, it is the language of love. Oh, okay. And Portugal and several countries in uh, Africa. When you dream... Do, do I... You, no, no, seriously. Do you dream in English or do you dream in Spanish or, or Portuguese? Um, in oh. the United States, okay. I dream in English. Okay. But in Argentina, I dream in Spanish. What makes you travel so much? Like, what are you doing that sends you out? I mean, on I'm the just, road? I'm just a citizen of the world. Oh yes, you are. I'm, I'm a real wanderlust. <sighs> I got the travel bug. Mm. If you had the opportunity to change your name to Wanda. Lust. Would you change your name legally to Wanda Lust if given that opportunity mm. by the court systems? Probably not Wanda. Mm -hmm. I am partial to Naomi. Mm -hmm. But oh. uh, that said, Lust I like. In fact, I, I hooked up, as the kids say, with a certain uh, Mr. Lust. I did. You actually hooked up with a dude whose last name was Lust? Yes, I did. How I, long ago was this? I mean, are you upset about this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... You know I am. But Gary... <laughs> you know I am. What happened? What's going on? Here? I mean, it was nothing. We It meant nothing how, how to me. How long ago did you hook up with this lust guy? I think maybe six, seven years ago. Was it on the way over? Because he smelled good. Did he, was he, had he rolled in vanilla? No. But I okay, will say, after me, yeah. he hooked up with Lindsay Lohan. So... So she could have been Lindsay Lust had she ridden a pony. The, the pony of marriage. Oh, right. A pony of Wait marriage. Wait a minute. Elliot, do you yeah. not say, right, let's ride this pony of marriage? Is that not how you propose to your woman? <laughs> did you not? That is exactly how I did it. Yeah. 
That is exactly how I did. I don't know why I'm giving like airtime to some guy that I because he's still in there. He's still he's in still there. inside, and you can't let him. No, out. I just I think it's funny that you would ask about that last name when technically had it gone past like a one or two night affair, I could have been, been Naomi Lust. Because I actually have a sort of ESP. Would you really? Have been, no. Would you, Would you have taken it or would oh, you have kept oh, it? Oh hell no, 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 no. Or would you I've have worked too hard. Grossman Lust. No, I'd be Grossman de Lust. Oh, oh, de los. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, like, that's the Spanish way. Oh, Grossman of the lust. The Latin way. The Grossman of lust. It's like saying you're of the lust clan. Yeah, of course. And so, and you are a clan member. I'm not a clan. Oh, I was, I was finding out a lot of stuff here today. <laughs> I literally thought you were a clan's member. Uh, Nay, let's just get to your career. Okay. A lot of people are going, Gary. Why are you jib jibing around it? Mm. I don't want to jib and jibe around it anymore. Let's freaking talk. You are the only person that that I personally know who's ever been number one on the Internet Movie Database, and that's amazing to me. For people who don't know, IMDB, that's the Internet Movie Database. If you're wondering what a star is like, an actor, like, ooh, what have they done? You go to IMDB, you type in their name, and it'll pop up. And a number is also there, like, it may be 5,000. The lower the number, the most searched that person is. Mm -hmm. You were number one, which meant for how long? A couple weeks. For two weeks, you were the single most searched person in show business. In the world. That is crazy. And what led to your worldwide fame of being number one on the internet movie database? I think it was because I graced the American Horror Story Freak Show red carpet with a bald head and naked dress. I always just thought it was because of American Horror Story, but you're saying no. Well, I mean, listen, they had... The smallest woman in the world. The tallest woman in the world. Yeah. Jessica Lange. Uh-huh. Uh, Wait, I mean, Jessica Lange's the tallest woman in the world? N- no, it, oh, it, it was like just, a comma between all three. Okay. She's one of them, though. It's a very, she keeps it secret, but she has one of the world's So she can act, Jessica Lange, and let me get this right. Jessica Lange can act at different heights. She's a legend. That's pretty amazing. Okay. Yeah, she can so, do things that most actors can't. So they had a tallest, the smallest, the chameleon known as Jessica Lange. Yes. And then. Me, the other chameleon. And then you said what? I just this- knew if I was going to try to stand out on that carpet, I was going to have to, you know, you, not wear Forever 21. You purposefully shaved your head? Well, no, I, I shaved my head for the for, for the, the show, uh-huh. but I didn't wear a wig. You didn't? Okay. Okay. I you didn't, let your real head show. Yeah. And then you let the body just shabang, shabang, bang. <laughs> exactly. And America went crazy. And the world went crazy. And then they Googled you, and then you became number one. Well, it wasn't quite that easy. They Googled me, yes. And I shot up from wherever I was up to, you know, 10, 10, 10, 5, 5. That, at crap. the time, I want to say um, Renee Zellweger, she kept changing her face. And Ooh. that's really hard to compete with. When, when someone's changing their face like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're Googling her. Now, when you say me. changing her face, she would just smile some days and smirk another. No, don't you? Remember when she was she squinting a lot? Well, she was squinting, but in addition to her regular squint, she was also completely altering herself such that she was actually unrecognizable. Don't you remember this? I do remember this. I don't look at people's faces, guys. That's something you need to know about me. I look at people's hearts. Oh, Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Elliot is about to shake up this drink right now, right before he pours. I've got in my right hand a cocktail shaker, and I have in my left hand another cocktail shaker containing three drinks worth. Oh. Of drinks. Oh, boy. And so I'm now going to shake them. Good luck. And hopefully keep everything, uh, you know, contained therein. Elliot, shake that drink. Oh, boy. There's a time that America waits for. <laughs> but 
Again, not Hawaii. None no. of this is for Hawaii. This is not a tropical drink. No. All they right. wouldn't understand how to drink that shit. They drink. wouldn't know. Now, once you've been number one like that, for real, is it hard to come down for that? You can only go down from that. Wow. What can I go about negative numbers? I mean. Oh, wow. But you've been there. Yeah. You've been there. Of course. As Elliot gets ready to serve that up for all of us. And by the way, he made mine a little special. I Tell did. them why. So, Gary, you're not a sugar guy. I'm not a sugar guy. But this cocktail requires a little bit of sugar. So instead, I used for you agave syrup, which is much lower sugar content. I actually begged you not even to do that, but you were, like, did, but uh, you were like... I insisted. It yeah. just wasn't going to work otherwise. The, the, the integrity of the drink, Gary. Uh, yeah, it's all about the integrity. Are you about to serve these drinks up? I'm gearing up. So what I'm about to do now is I'm about to pop the bubbly. Okay. Oh yeah, we're expecting a you're expecting a cork. I know. Yeah, out there in, in, in <laughs> listener a, land, but this is actually just a small can of, of uh, prosecco, and there's nothing wrong with a small can of prosecco because you know sometimes you're not going to drink that whole damn bottle. These are very good. It's a little uh, Presto sparkling. That's cube. what my son used to drink that when he was a baby. <laughs> like that's yeah. baby size. Well, it'll, just, they'll it's, fit it's easily into a baby's fist. Yeah, 187 milliliters. Oh, the perfect the perfect size. Perfect size. Great for lunches. Send them with your uh, kids. Would you uh, describe Naomi how he's actually topping this off for it? Uh, he's pouring a, a baby champagne into the glass. Oh, that was pretty that was, accurate, I, right? I, I, I literally asked you to do it because I didn't think I could do it. I didn't <laughs> think I had the skill amazed. to say that. Yeah, but now that you just made it very simple. I mean, Elliot's going to uh, serve this drink up to Neo Gro Gro in just a moment. Well, first, you got to garnish it. Oh. You know, some people, eh, garnish. Oh, no. You don't need a garnish. What you is know, that? And sometimes you're right. You don't need a garnish. But I pre peeled some lemon peels and I've got them. Just because, you know, I didn't want to have to do it while I was trying to talk. Yep. And so, because it requires great, great concentration. And so I just uh, kept them in a damp paper towel so that they would not dry out. So now, what I'm going to do with this lemon peel is give it a squeeze over the top of the drink. And that releases all the, the lemon oils, the oh. lemon essence. And oh. that just kind of adds the, the uh, little uh, little ush or something. Oh, you're going to release the essence. Uh, Elliot, before we serve this up, though. Yeah. I would like to take a quick commercial break. Very well. And then come back. I have several questions for Naomi Grossman. And then she has to put that drink in her mouth and tell us exactly what she's tasting. <laughs> Naomi, please, please be here when we come back. I'll be here. Okay, this is where we would normally um, have a commercial. We don't have anything to advertise. No, no, we're not even... I mean, at this point, honestly, it's like we're not even on the air no. or on the charts or right. I mean, we're just we're just doing it. Yeah. If, if like, we were going to do it, if though. we were going to do it. And even like the person who's here with us could also be like selling uh, nuts. Yeah. Nuts or uh, nail polish. Nut polish. Does Is that a thing? Yeah. If you want to don't want your nuts looking, <laughs> you know, bland. I don't. This right here is about where the commercial would end. Too. Okay. That was, so. about, that was about a good 30 seconds. Yep. And, whoa, that was fun. You have the drink in front of you. Elliot? Yeah, no, just a quick reminder. This is bourbon, mm. creme d'amour, blackberry liqueur, lemon juice, a little simple syrup agave, uh, or agave syrup in Gary's case, and uh, some Prosecco. I'm going to breathe it in with a nose. Please. It has a very citrusy, light leg to it. <laughs> <laughs> what a leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's in your mouth, Grossman? Ugh. Uh-oh. Yeah, kind of pretty good. That is delicious. Oh, Take another sip, close mm, your eyes, mm. and just tell us what's happening inside mm. your mouth. Ooh. Mm. It's so refreshing. It just tastes like 
backyard. <laughs> oh, it tastes like wow. backyard. No, but like a beautiful backyard, like an enchanted garden. Like Gary's backyard. With uh, so much grooming and uh, <laughs> fruit trees from several lands. Yeah, very enchanted. Blow it's up very, toys. It's a, with blow up. It's a very, to me, it's a very deep taste. There's a, there's a depth to it. I taste yeah. layers. Like uh, it starts with one thing, it becomes another. It's, uh, it's uh, complex. Wow, oh, thank you. That's wow. what you want. You want a little complexity, a little balance, but, but also balance. I don't want anything simple in my mouth. It's so civilized. Like, I feel like we should be speaking with accent. Why, well, yes, yes, quite. <laughs> Wonderful, by the mm, way. The endless. You. This is the endless summer. Mm, well, beautiful like drink. Cheers to that. Yeah. Uh, that. I will speak with an accent as I ask her. I'm going, I'm going to the internet now. Mm. Uh, Simone Elizabeth LeBlanc mm. asks, I want to know what's the hardest thing about playing Pepper. That's how she talks, I'm sure. Hmm. <laughs> well... On a very surfacey level, mm -hmm. you know, you gotta remember to scratch your face before they put all those prosthetics on. Wait, what? Once they put oh, the oh, makeup oh. on, you're done for the day. So if you have any itch, if at you got all, an itch, so you even pre-itch, it. then you're like, pre I might itch. So preemptive pre itches anticipate all scratches. A follow-up to that question by someone else. Let me see who it was who asked. Actually, how long does it take? I'm looking for the name of the guy. I'll find it in a right. minute. Uh, the, the, uh, it was uh, Chuck McGriff. Uh, hey, it Chuck was... McGriff wants to know <laughs> how long does it take. <gasps> so I'll do, I'll ask as though I'm those people. Okay. Hey, this is Chuck McGriff. How long does it take? <laughs> right? You yeah. do that. Uh, Chuck, it takes about two and a half to three hours. Uh, that's for just the face. Uh, there was a time when they actually gave me a full, you know, Body man situation. boobs. Yeah, that was that was a good six hours. And why did they stop the man boobs? Well, they only needed it for. For like a certain when I was actually, you know, naked. naked. Wow. Do you ever get crazy under that makeup? Like, are there ever any days that are so long you're like, I got it. I got to get out of this. No, I mean, that's scratching. just sort of part of it. Okay, but some people get claustrophobic, but you're telling me that you have the power to. You stick with it. Yeah. I mean, they should, they're in the wrong business if that's Whoa, the case. Oh, well, you are a tough little cookie. Well, seriously. I mean, uh, a pilot can't be like, get me out of this plane. They can. Really? I flew from West Virginia to Georgia, and the pilot was like, I'm done. And he jettisoned out right out the cockpit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And you landed the plane. I landed the plane. <laughs> uh, everything I just said is true. I by don't the think way. that's the, uh, I, uh, listen. Reminding yourself to itch before you need to is not really the hardest part of playing Pepper, though. What, what is what the is hardest it? part? Um, I mean, I think, you know, let's face it. I, I didn't have a lot of dialogue. I was mostly monosyllabic. And so, uh, you know, bringing um, humanity and, and uh, uh, giving life to someone who doesn't really speak is yeah. they're, they're, that's challenging did you ever do any like physical acting before that like uh were you a trained mime or anything seriously <laughs> like that that you really got used to using your body and acting that helped you in that uh not per se so what do you think helped you do that or was it just like i'm dedicating myself you tell no, me no i think i i am a physical actress yeah i just yeah. always have been before this i was at the groundlings doing sketch comedy and that's mm -hmm. just sort of, sort of always been my thing i've never been just sort of a talking head i've been a you know a crouching yeah. um and squatting and backbending yeah i was at a, a a voiceover job and the person who was directing the session was talking about your show and I said, oh, yeah, yeah, a friend of mine plays Pepper. And she goes, that was so nice of them to hire somebody with 
problems like that. Oh. And I busted out laughing because you do that role so well that people actually think, oh, they hired someone with, I don't know, what is the affliction? Uh, it's called microcephaly. Microcephaly, yeah. which used to be in, in the old days had a rude name, oh, right? Pinhead. Pinhead. I don't know if that's rude. Why am I saying that? Well, it could be kind of cute. Na- well, it's kind of cute. Hey, Pinhead. Kind of rude. But if well, I was in love with a woman who had a pinhead, I was like, what's up, Pinhead? <laughs> well, that's different. The way you say it, though. It right? is. That's, it's all in the way you call selection. someone a pinhead. But yeah, like, I don't know the zippy, the zippy, the pinhead cartoon used to run yeah I don't know that that would it was not the kind I don't know that would usually I found when you single out someone's uh, race or disability Mm -hmm. and use it as Mm -hmm. a term of endearment it doesn't real go go real well usually wait a minute on the street I'm known as Gary the black neighbor (laughs) that's what I'm saying I should be offended yeah, I mean, why do you have to be the black neighbor? Why couldn't you be the funny neighbor? I was only offended by or the, the neighbor part. Or the super skinny neighbor. Oh. Or the gluten-free ne- neighbor. Okay. The sugar-free neighbor. Okay. The white-free neighbor. Okay, all right. <laughs> Once again, you've used your physicalities to make me see the light. <laughs> um, You know, Amanda Smith says, Naomi Grossman. I'm a big fan of AHS and kind of guess that because it's the crossover season eight, then Ryan Murphy has to do Asylum and Freak Show. Surly? Question mark. Question I would mark, say that's probably surely. She said surly, oh, though, but you're right. But Seriously. Be, he's got to do it surly. Yeah. Very surly. <laughs> she says, oh, it's exciting. You are amazing as Pepper. I Mate. think she goes on because I saw this same post. Okay. She, well, I, I did she had to, all sorts yeah. of real assumptions yeah. about my career, which yeah. I'm fascinated by. It makes me wonder, is she on, you know, does she know things I don't? You want to hire her as like your... Psychic? Yeah, your psychic agent. <laughs> my personal, yeah. You, you should get a psychic agent who like, before you even go into audition, they'll go, you're not going to get this one. <laughs> So don't even, don't, even don't waste your gas. Or if you have a Tesla, don't waste your electricity. You're not going to get this one. But the other ones, they'll call and go, there's an audition today at three. Get ready to buy a home. <laughs> would you like a psychic agent? I think. I would. That would save you so much time. It makes me, what am I doing with the agent I have? No offense if they're listening. Elliot, get him on the phone. <laughs> right away. <laughs> Tell them she's beep, found beep, a psychic beep, agent, beep. and it's. A, oh, wait, are you that, dialing now? I was dialing. Sorry, that was that was uh, that dialing. was my phone okay. dialing. That was not me making beep boop. That's not a like actual dial up. The... Are you emailing them from the eighties? I yes, yes. I'm using my <laughs> dial up modem. Okay, so <laughs> you're using a time machine yeah. to call her current agent to let them know she's got a psychic agent. I, it's a little circuitous, but it's the cleanest way to not be traced. I don't know any yeah. other way because I got you know caller ID. And I don't want to. You don't want to get that. Danny Cook says that uh, his daughter loves you. Mm. Oh, I got to make it into a question because it was just a statement. Uh, my daughter loves her? <laughs> Met her at Dragon Con a couple of years ago and it absolutely made her weekend? <laughs> I mean, how do you How do I answer, answer something that? that's not even a question? Yeah. Uh, I can just make my voice go down. Okay. At the end of the statement. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember, I don't remember uh, this particular, his daughter per se, but yes, uh, Dragon Con's really fun. You've probably been, right, Gary? It's I went. I went at the very, maybe one of the first years of Dragon Con. That's oh. it. They don't invite me to very many of those. Why kind of not? Things. I get violent. Oh. Okay. Here, here comes Gary, yeah. the black neighbor. Uh-oh. <laughs> Look but, out. Yeah. Look out. He's got a stick. Oh. Uh, to be fair, I yeah. wear a T-shirt that says Gary, the black neighbor, uh. around my neighborhood and Dragon Con. Oh. Yeah. So I know you, a lot of people are taking offense. And on back, it says I'm violent. And to prove it, I carry a baseball bat with screws. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, but the thing is, though, it's just it's just dress up. I mean, it's I was going to say, that's just cosplay. cosplay. It's cosplay. Yeah. Let's go.
You guys yeah. said it at the same time. Ah, you got to break a bottle. <laughs> Nay, Nay, mm. this is a good one from Jim Ross Meskimen. Do you know Jim Ross? No. He's one of the foremost, uh, what do you call people who can talk like other people? What do you call those guys? Impersonators? Yes. You're so pretty. <laughs> He's one of the foremost impersonators. Talented actor. His mom uh, is Marion Ross from uh, Happy Days. No kidding. I, if I was kidding, I'd be hitting. Uh, he says, do you feel any self-consciousness portraying someone totally unattractive? Usually actresses are striving to portray an ideal, not something unflattering. I think she must have an interesting viewpoint. Oh. That's a good question. That yeah. is a good question. He's not a fool, guys. Thanks, Jim Ross. He's Hollywood royalty and a talent of his own. Wow. Uh, in my case, I think it's worked quite to my advantage. Like, the opposite psychology. Yeah. I am not trying to be pretty, and as a result, I get... I mean, you already yourself admitted that I'm pretty. Yeah, you're pretty. Yeah. So <laughs> did she make me admit it again? Have I admitted that? More than once. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're very pretty. But the point is, I'm not trying to be. I'm not fishing for it. I mean, you did say what did you say? Very pretty. Right. But uh, I guess what I'm saying is by playing so ugly, yeah. I've managed to convince I mean, people you, Maybe you just lowered the blindly. Bar I have. I mean, I, I'm a hideous. So that way, <laughs> when I do walk out of the house, like not looking like Pepper, people are automatically just overwhelmed by my beauty. But you also do, you tend to dress up. Like it's rare to see you walking down a street corner, uh, riding a bicycle. Or um, what are the other ride, modes of I, I, I ride segway. bikes. Uh, on a Segway. A segway scooter. Rarely see you like that without looking like, hey. You rarely just leave your house just looking regular. Oh, I never look regular. In fact, somebody actually said to me recently, he saw me out and he said, oh, you look like a normal person. I was totally offended. <laughs> I did I'm just offended recently, right? Yeah. I did just recently do the World Naked Bike Ride. You've done that so twice. I've done and not twice. because I follow all your naked <laughs> escapades. I didn't see you do it twice. I didn't see you like doing like naked yoga on a beach anywhere. I've never seen. I've never done naked yoga. You did when I used that app to paint your clothes off. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> uh, so, but world naked. But the point is, but, even no, when no. I'm naked, Look, I'm still dressed up. Why did you do the world naked bike ride? And what do you guys do with the seats? Like, what do you do with the seats? You just sit on them. <laughs> and <laughs> okay, you know, maybe clean them off before. It, no, it after? just. It just seemed like, but you took your own bike. You weren't like oh, yeah. renting bikes. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, gosh. Okay. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the World Naked Bike Ride? I know they do one up in Portland. Oh, around the world. Oh, okay. Uh, so the world part of World Naked Bike Ride, that's real. Oh, that, that's, Everything that's about real. it is real. World Naked Bike, bike Ride. Uh, it starts in downtown LA and right near Union Station. Very okay. convenient. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and um, we ride kind of the south side, mm. and then we go north side. How many miles? How many miles is the world you naked know, bike ride? I I don't know offhand. How many miles can one comfortably do riding naked? Wow. I mean, I can question. ride endlessly naked. <sighs> uh, <laughs> twice you've done it. Yes. Obviously, the second time, you're all comfy. Like, I can ride naked all day. Well, the first time, did you feel... The first like, time oh. was more exhilarating, certainly. Okay. Because I was really doing it. Second time, not going to lie, I have my period. Which is not as comfortable. It's just not. You're True. physically not at your best. And You're uh, talking to two men who get periods here. This is, no <laughs> this is nothing. 
I just mm. need people to know we're in tune to our female signs. Mm. We get so. periods. Right. Like just like a regular woman do, does, we get them five, six, seven times a week. Well, I just, <laughs> I just figured, yeah, that, again, you asked about the seats. That's just. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just thinking about sweaty nakedness on a seat. Mm. Uh-huh. That's all I was thinking. Yeah. Of. Well, but the first time, truly exhilarating. Second time, you were a little crampy. More bloated, a little, a little crampy. crampy, kind of bitchy. But you still felt like you, you got to get out there. Oh, I wasn't going to wait a year. I honestly don't think, Elliot, that yeah. I have the comfort level to do something like i just i i can't I, imagine me doing i that. don't think i do either but mostly i don't think that i have the comfort level for that level of hanging out on a bike seat like you mean like, like physically like physically because like, you, you I, have a hip problem right now <laughs> you do i do i have a little bit of a hip issue nay, right nay, now, see so if that, you can that, help him with it oh, right. first of all let me yeah. just say this before you go into your hip you are uh, something of a yogi, are mm. you not? Mm-hmm. How long have you been practicing yoga? 19 years. Wow. 19 years practicing yoga. And we recently did a film together. And every night we would go to our hotel. We had separate rooms, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but every night we would go to the hotel. And in the middle of the hallway, before we went to our rooms, she would go, Gary, it's time for a yoga show. And she would do a full yoga show in the middle. Of, so anybody walking by, they would walk around the yoga show. Sure. But she did a full. <laughs> because I used to think yoga was a private thing that someone did. No, yoga is something you do in the middle of Silver Springs, Florida, mm. in the middle of a hotel in, in March. It was more uh, the couple, you know, cocktails that happened between oh. the yoga show and our rap that, okay. that day. Okay. That's what prompted the yoga show. Yoga is more generally a more of a private thing. But, you know, you get two drinks in me and I'm well, giving a show. Yeah. I will say that now that anytime I drive by a yoga show, I will stop. I will blow my horn before yeah. I get in there. I'll knock loud on the door and yeah. I'll go, let's get this show you going. Do, because that I the, expect that now. At Black know, there's, Dog, a, there's that yoga place up the street. Black Dog Yoga. Oh, well, there's that place, and then there's, oh, there's, 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 there's one closer? There's Core Power. I'm going in there uh, looking for Next to the uh, Paquito Mas. I'm going so in there looking for a freaking yoga show that's now. That's where Laura does Because yoga. that's how I've yeah. been trained now. I think of yoga as a thing. It's a nice performance yeah. at the end yeah. of my long day work. Can you help Elliot? He's He has a hip problem. I probably can. What's your issue? Probably six weeks ago, pulled my hip flexor, or strained it somehow, and then made it worse by accidentally putting too much weight on it, mm. and that really did me in. And I was just hobbling around for a month, oh. and then it seemed to be kind of getting better. And then just recently, it's now it's been like, like a lot of like very uncomfortable. I don't recommend if you're if you're listening out there and you think to yourself, you know what I haven't done yet? I have not been put on the disabled list with a uh, pulled hip flexor. Mm. And you think that that might be interesting? I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not a good thing to do. Uh, don't recommend it at all. Is there anything that yoga could do, you think, to help? I mean, I think yoga solves everything. E- well, everything? It's been my therapy. Absolutely. Yeah, my, my wife does yoga, and she loves it. But I just, I I don't know. I'm not a classroom exercise guy. Hmm. So, or really in any kind of exercise. There's a hotel. a real problem for me. There's a hotel That's near a, here. Yeah. Let's go to the lobby. Let's go there's to the hallway. Go to the lobby. The yeah. Sportsman's Lodge? Yeah, let's go to the Sportsman's Lodge <laughs> and let you yoga it up. I think, yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think by the clues you've given people, will be able to triangulate exactly where we are today. You mentioned we, Sportsman's we, Lodge. <laughs> I mentioned Black Dog. You mentioned Core Power. Right. Well, we've mentioned before that we are doing this show from the mean streets of Sherman Oaks. Okay. They know so, where we are. So we're generally speaking, it's like... They know where we are. They know where we are. There, there's no... There's tri- they're triangulating it right now, though. 
19 years of yoga, mm-hmm. and you got into it for what reason? You know, it was just a class they were offering at my gym at the time. Yeah, I think I needed um, some peace. I think I needed to kind of quiet my mind and um, focus and, you know, let my hair down. And this is an everyday, it's an everyday practice. With you, Every right? day, like yeah. I mean, now it's like a religion. It's really like... I mean, I have an ex-boyfriend that used to joke that I could be on my deathbed and you would be there by my side until yoga was starting and then you'd like be out of there. And it's true. I'm really like, I will kick you out of bed for yoga. That's very serious. So, that's, that's so do, do, do you, don't outstay your welcome. So do, do you go to just like a regular yoga class or? Yes. Yeah. Do you practice at home also? No, most, not the, really. It's the act of getting out and going to the class. And I like all that. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that makes total sense. Uh, yeah. I'm just being realistic. Like yeah. at home, there's like, oh, there's that text message and oh. Oh, I forgot to take the cookies out. You don't strike me as someone who would sit around eating a lot of cookies. Cookies. I don't you know are, why I you, said you that. I have a, never, ever even turned on my oven. Okay. <laughs> so. But you can still put cookies in your oven and not turn it on. You could eat like room temp, tepid cookies. Rob, you could eat a tepid right. cookie. You can use that. If you don't turn your oven on, you can just use it as a cookie vestibule. Yeah. Well, a then cookie you don't have holder. to worry about whether they t- when you need to take them out. No, yeah. you don't. Yeah. Uh, you know what I always like to say? I always like to say that Chris 10 underscore Carlson wants to know if you will be an apocalypse. I cannot tell Kristen uh, dot underscore org. Carlson. A, so you just can't say. Nope. Because Hollywood, there are things, there are knowns and there are known unknowns and there are unknowns, you know? Yeah, I know. And sometimes you're not at liberty to say yes, no, or maybe so. Exactly. I'm guessing that whenever you signed your original contract with American Horror Story, they made you sign an NDA going, you're never going to say anything one way or the other about this show. That is correct. Have you ever broken your NDA? <laughs> and will you break it for the people right now? No, and no. So dedicated. Yeah. Uh, may I read another question? Please. Off of here? Please. Josh Bednarski, did you ever just order coffee or visit somewhere public in your American Horror Story costume? I did. What the heck? Where were you and why? Well, um, I went to a Comic-Con close to this quadrant. Okay. Oh, we're in the quadrant. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was um, <clears throat> in Burbank, Monster Palooza, I believe it was called. Monster Palooza happened oh, yeah. right around yeah. Halloween, and the uh, AHS makeup team asked to make me up on a stage. And you can actually watch this on the interwebs. If you go on YouTube, okay, you say PPI Products. PPI Products. That's okay. correct. They're a makeup company, and they do a whole. You can watch me getting transformed in this video, and then. They unleashed me into the crowd. And uh, at this point, I want to say the show had aired like once. So there were only oh. a handful of people that were like, what? Even oh, knew what was happening. Who even knew? Other people were just like, what is that? Wow. Anyway, it's very fun. Um, but from there, that night, those same folks, the AHS makeup team, were going to be having a, a, a Halloween party. And I asked, you know, can I just come as is? Because uh-huh. I'll never get do any better than this. Yeah. So they say, yeah, no problem. So I had a couple hours to just waste. Well, I wasn't going to waste those hours. Let's wow. Right? So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I wanted so much to go to Jose Bear or some, you know, fancy salon and get a little something. Just see their faces. Yeah. I, I also thought about going to Jumbo's Clown Room yeah. for a little oh, amateur yeah. Oh, yeah. strip sure. tease. I didn't do any of it. I was quite boring. I drove over to a friend's because she was in North Hollywood, close to where we are now. Okay. Triangulation. Uh, 
you know, just to surprise her. And then the two of us went to a movie. Wow. Which, again, like I said, super boring. Like, why would I waste that, like, sitting in the dark? But there were a few folks in the theater that were like, what is that? <laughs> if you did that now, either you couldn't mm-hmm. because you would be mobbed. Yeah. Or they would think it's someone dressed as you, doing a as great your character, job. doing a great job. Right. I don't think you, like, how many uh, seasons did you do on American I Horror? did two. Now, to your point, you're absolutely right. There's no way I could do that now. And even then, I think I was using my best judgment by kind of staying on the DL, mm-hmm. in, in, you know, dark in a movie theater. I mean, even when we were shooting that thing, we would cover me in a cloak. Like, they would basically dress me in a burqa between the makeup trailer and the soundstage wow. just so that tourists with their iPhones wouldn't he, capture yeah. me. Yeah. So there were perks, definitely. Oh, too. Yeah. totally. Perks. perks. To the yeah, you know, to, to back to the makeup mm. and back to the itching. <laughs> Whenever I, you know, my hands are full of like groceries, that's when I get like a horrendous, like a, you know, like like I get the worst itch on my nose. Mm. And, and you're like, your groceries, and, and while I'm carrying the groceries, I I don't know what to do because you know you can't put groceries down once you pick them up. No, well, that's, no, that no, they will just, they'll immediately they'll spoil immediately. <laughs> so, um, what do you do? What mental powers do you have? Because you were wearing makeup on your nose. Mm-hmm. At some point, it must itch. Oh, yeah. I mean, and we would work very long days. Yeah. As often, I would, we, it'd be a 16-hour day. And so, yeah, that itch would last from <laughs> hour one to 16. It, how, just, how did it just not drive you mad? Or um, did it? It did. Wow. No. <laughs> Hey, listen, it wasn't just the itches. I couldn't text with those man hands. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? That's why men can't text. I'm very right. bad at it. Yeah, we can't text because yeah. we have man hands. Yeah. Right, right. I suggest uh, a female stylist. That's what got me through. Uh, let's see what else. I couldn't, um, yeah, I mean, like, I couldn't eat. Like, you, you kept me out of the craft services because sure. I couldn't really Were you graze. mostly just drinking Well, I had liquids? those fake teeth. Right. And, you know, it's just you know how it is on a set. You want to be as low maintenance as possible. Yeah, so yeah. for me to be like, hi, hold my teeth. Oh, can you take up my arms? Oh, I got to pee. Let's, you know, it's like, no. Very mentally tough. Like you just are able uh, there to. There were just you, things, just, just, challenges just, that you yeah. wouldn't anticipate. That's right. all. And so, and you just dealt with them as they came. Sure, it's amazing. I, I know we talk a lot. Because I'd be a diva. I would have just kept this off of me. I mean, honestly, sounding coherent three quarters of the way through the season, I uh, come back having been abducted by aliens. You know, super smart and fixed for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. So at that point, when I have to try to sound intelligent with these, you know, mouthful of teeth, that was hard. Wow. Yeah. So it was easier to be that monosyllabic mm-hmm. than when you but did to speak in monologue. I mean, wow. I'm not terribly coherent, even with my own teeth in my mouth right now. But there are so many great scenes with you after you had been abducted, like where you really got a chance to act. And it made mm-hmm. people see a whole nother level of this, of you and that character yes. even after that. We talk a lot about that show, but you got so much stuff coming up. Oh, by the way, if people go to IMDb, the photo that is your IMDb shot is that photo that you were talking That's about. That's right. At Naomi, G-R-O-S-S-M-A-N. Did you notice the other oh. little addition to my IMDb? What, 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 what that is? Nominated for a primetime Emmy. That's exactly what I was about to say. You have all these things coming up. And at the airing of this podcast, you will either have just won your primetime Emmy or because, yes, I is a psychic. You will already have just won it or be about to win it when this comes up. OK, I'm looking at this. Uh, the initiation, the ones bite me, chasing Lacey, short straw, 
Shy Sharks, The Lurker, Sleepaway, Painkillers, all that stuff coming up. Then there's a little something called Control-Alt-Delete. Indeed. And that is a TV series. It's um, an internet series. Internet is modern. That is modern, modern, it's the modern television. Yeah, that is yeah. modern technology. It's the Wild West. I play Lorna. And is this character the one that you are nominated for? It is. Get inside our ears and tell us. What the hey? So Lorna is an abortionado. Very fancy. Is that like a Latin mixture term. of abortion person and a tornado? Uh, close. Uh, a person who gets a lot of abortions. Oh, huh. yeah. So yeah. you know, but she's got a great sense of humor. Sure, why would she, she? She makes jokes about you know needing a punch card and having her own chair there. And wow, yeah, she basically treats the clinic like her own living room. So with your characters, most of your stuff, does it concentrate on your visits to the abortion halls? Well, actually, no. As it turns out, so this series is based on all real women's stories. Oh, my God. And so I actually haven't had my own episode yet. I'm just sort of the series reg. Let's face it. You know, uh, hopefully there aren't too many regulars at the (laughs) abortion clinic. But there's Lorna. Who indeed? Um, You're abusing the a, abortion system. Hundred percent. Wow! And you are nominated for that right now. Correct. How many nominations have you had? And what do we need to do on this show to assure that you win that? This is Naomi Grossman's first. Even after Emmy. Pepper. Yeah, I didn't get nominated for that. I was submitted. They owe you. Oh. <laughs> That's true. I Am I that's right? True. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. They yeah. owe you they owe for you. not nominating you for Pepper. Wow, thank they you. They gotta give it to you for this abortion lady. <laughs> Yeah, have you ever considered working on Trump's campaign as his pro? Because he's looking for someone who's super pro-abortion. He is? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I will say Glenn Beck hates this series. Does I he really? Trump yeah. I'm not surprised by How it. cool is that? If Glenn Beck hates it, that means I love, love it. it. Uh, we're almost going to close out with our almost customary Yahtzee role. But may I ask... Or Elliot. Yeah. You can ask if you want. The closing questions? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're you about know, to that ask. Drink, that drink has gone right to my head. That it's, drink is it's real. only one eighteen uh, p.m. By America's time. By Amer- yeah. Um, not in Hawaii, though. Not, not in we don't, Hawaii. You we know don't what? care. To us, does Hawaii exist? No. <laughs> like If I'm, if I'm like traveling Hawaii. where... No, yeah. listen. Yeah. We're not going to lie to these people anymore, Elliot. Yeah. Hawaii does not exist what? to us. To us, okay. <laughs> if I'm traveling west, yeah. If the pilot goes out of the left side of your airplane, I la 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 until he's done. I'm not. You're an anti-Hawaiiite. Yeah. What's wrong with you? What did Hawaii do to you? Yeah. Here's the deal. Before my father would go to work, he'd have a spam sandwich, and my memories of him going to work leaving me was spam. And Hawaii is one of the biggest big, consumers. Big spam. Spam. Consumers. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, what are you up to? Who me? I'm just enjoying this drink. Here's what I'm. Here's what I'm up to. I'm yeah. about to ask Naomi what she's up to. Oh. Uh, where can people find you on the social medias oh on the social medias I'm at Naomi W. Grossman Naomi W. Grossman that's at both social medias yes all of them Uh, them Insta the Facebook Twitter and Gary what about you once again Elliot I have not had time to check but (laughs) on Twitter and or Instagram I'm either one of these two I'm either at Gary A. Williams 
or at Gary Anthony Williams. Two different. Oh, handles. one is like a copycat. That's no, when no, you no. Know you've no, made no, it. no. It's me. Both of them are me. But I signed in the one as at Gary A Williams and the other as at Gary Anthony Williams. Okay. And I just won't check. But if you would look for me, guys, just look for me. I'm, I'm Waldo. You're not here. willing to yeah. look for yourself. I won't look for myself. I'm Waldo. But I need others to. Really, Elliot. Yeah. Elliot Blake. Yes. Um, America's favorite home mixologist. I love that. Where do they find you on the social medias? You can find me at Elliot Blake, E L L I O T B L A K E, on both Twitter and the Instagram. I'm terrible at Instagram. I'm trying to get better at it. Oh, it's uh, so fun. But uh, you got to get it. Yeah, I, I, I've got it. I'm just bad at it. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's where you can find me. I will uh, be uh, there. And then you can also find the Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot uh, podcast on Twitter at Gary and Elliot. Elliot, we're going to finish up with a Carlos Alas Rocky favorite. See who gets the best hand in a Yahtzee roll. Okay. Just the well, way we went. What's the prize today, Gary? Because you won my house in the last room. I'm still waiting for the deed. No. I left the deed out on your porch. Oh, man. Yeah. Somebody must uh, have taken it. Whoever wins today, and it most likely will be me, <laughs> gets possession of my two family homes in Fayetteville, Georgia. Fortunately, the pied de tas that we both bought. Yes, we did buy a pied de tas. You're going to keep that, right? Yeah. No, no. That's not part okay. of the deal. Okay, that's so I don't really need this. You need it. It's it's in Fayetteville, Georgia. That's where Marvel shoots all their movies now. Oh, I do need it. You need it. to be down close to the studio. Okay, Get so all I'm rolls, doing is shaking. shaking and rolling, and we'll explain what, what you got in here. Oh, yeah, here he goes. She has two, two fives. fives, a six, a four, and a two. You guys are so good at math. Yeah. Well, no. That's, we well, just, we're just, we're just, just, oh, we're just, just looking just at the numbers. <laughs> looking at dots. You get three rolls. If I were you, I would try to roll some extra five. I like playing Yahtzee with people who don't know. I would put these three back in there. And try and get more fives. What am I trying to do? Try to get more fives. Trying, trying to get more fives. We're okay. trying to get the best There's poker. no yeah. way this is interesting for people. It's very interesting for people. Oh, there's another five. Three five. You got three fives. You get one more roll. She keeps do I not want away. fives? You, oh, no, you do. You got them. You want as many fives as, as many you can fives get. As you get. Oh, you get so I'm actually doing really you're well. Doing you're doing great. I'm like you have three of a kind. Basically, two thirds of the way through acquiring two homes in Georgia. You, yes, yeah. you, you have three of a kind. If you roll two more fives, you get Yahtzee. Uh, oh, well, you have a full house. house. A full house. Three, That's going to be hard to beat. I got two, a full three. house in Georgia. A full house, Elliot. Well, we'll see. But you got a full house. That's right. This is me, Elliot Rowling. Elliot. Elliot Blake is rolling. One, One two, two, three, three four. four. He, oh, he, right. he now has a low a low straight. That's better than a full house. All right. I'm going to go. He's already it. beating it. I'm sort going, of homophobic. I'm going. What? How? A full straight. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I live in West Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, quadrants uh, expanding. Quadrants. All right. I'm going to roll. I'm going to see if I can get a five here. I'm going to get a, okay, get a full straight. Low straight. He's oh! got oh he's got a he's got a, a large straight. A large straight. I would need a to, large straight. Yeah, to beat him, I would it's need uh, I basically need a Yahtzee. Or another large straight that was uh, the same. A higher number. Uh oh, ooh, I got three you fives. Did. I'm you going for the Yahtzee, guys. My last roll. Elliot Blake, you Once now again, have I own three of your properties. Yes. <laughs> you have my home here in yeah, Los Angeles. Yeah. Both of my Shut family's homes in Fayetteville, Georgia. Which is great because we I lived in Georgia. Uh, yeah. We like to go back there periodically. So now we'll have some place to say. It's fantastic. Negro. <laughs> Naomi Grossman. Thank you for being here with us today. Elliot Blake. Gary Anthony Williams. <laughs> 
Thanks for joining us on Day Drinking with Gary A. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you can see it has gone to it has gone to Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as always, please remember to day drink responsibly.